0: I hope you can hear me. I, um, it's hot. It's super hot. It is hot. (sighs) But it's just me. That's right. I'm at that age. And, um, oh, I was so moody today that I just stayed in my house for fear that I would maim some stranger for breathing wrong in my general direction. So um, I did go out briefly. I went to Target. I got some stuff. I came home because even going to Target was unpleasant. And I usually enjoy Target unless I see some twat in there. Anyways, tonight's topic is about um, (sighs) sex scenes and writing them. And honestly, I'm going to be perfectly honest, Um, I don't know how to tell you how to write good sex i I think it's kinda like having it you you either do it really well or you don't I, and um but I am gonna give you some tips about writing sex that I see things in fandom that are um terrible, terrible, no good, bad things for you to try to emulate, so that's what we're gonna talk about tonight. We're going to talk about how to avoid writing bad sex, the do's and don'ts of of writing sex. And um, the first thing I think you need to to take into account, and a lot of people don't, is your characters. Your characters' personalities, are they the rough and tumble type, are they shy, are they reserved, are they fun-loving, are they excitable... Just what are your characters like? Because that personality is going to come with them into the sex scene. And if it doesn't come with them into the sex scene, you're writing your own characters out of character when they're having sex. Which is like one of the most basic things that people who like to have sex do. Not everyone likes to have sex, and that is fine. And so is having sex. Sex is fine either way. You can have it or not have it. You can want to have it and have it. You know, just, it's all fine. It's all good. So it becomes like this thing where you you have to you have to figure out for yourself how your character is going to approach sex and it's just as important as how they approach anything else in their life how they approach their job how they approach their friends the, their relationships with their with, with everyone all of this is important to their character and so is the sex that they have, or the sex that they don't have, or the sex that they want to have. It's all fundamental and it's all super important to your character's development. So knowing your character and knowing how your character feels about sex and about the person they're about to have sex with is super important for the foundation of your sex scene. Because if they don't love this person they're about to have sex with, if they don't like this person they're about to have sex with, if they're having sex just to be having sex, this is an important thing for you to know as you go into the sex scene. If they love this person that they're having sex with and they've always wanted this and it's super important to them, that's also really, really important to know as you move into the sex scene. Um, they're either such a thing as too much dialogue in a sex scene, as well as not enough dialogue in a sex scene. When you have sex with another person, you talk to them. There's communication. Unless you're both really drunk and it takes place up against a wall and there's just animal grunting, and that's an entirely different conversation. But when you're moving two characters into an intimate situation, there should be communication, there should be um, uh, just there needs to be some communication. So it can't just be one big page, a paragraph, a paragraph, after paragraph of descriptions. And um, while descriptions are important, you don't get yourself bogged down in the minutia of sex. Um, I don't need to know how many times character A thrusts into character B before he has an orgasm. I really don't, and most readers don't. It isn't about that. It isn't about um, that actual mechanical process. It's about creating a an intimacy for your char- for your characters and sharing that with your reader. Um, some don'ts: uh, don't do anything disgusting because it will throw your reader out of the scene. Now, what is disgusting is subjective. It's very subjective. So if you do something like a golden shower, you need to warn for that shit because not everybody can handle it. Personally, it makes me want to gag. But if you're going to do something like that, number one, you need to understand fully what's going to happen in that situation and um, plan ahead. Because personally, if I was going to ride a golden shower, and I'm not saying I ever would... I would write it in a shower stall. I would never write it on a bed. Ever. And warn for it. I don't even mention the word shit when you're writing anal sex. Don't even say it. Don't have your character say it or think it. There's no oh shit moment when you're having anal sex. Just no, no, do not use this word during a sex scene. Even a het sex scene, there needs to be no reference to defecation in any way during sex. Unless you're writing about that and then you need to warn for it. You need to warn for it. I am so serious. I think that is the one thing that would lead to me trolling an author. I would log out of AO3 so fast and do an anonymous comment, my my own head would spin. What the fuck? Now, technically, in kink communities, it's called brown play. If you do this, please don't. But if you do, you've got to warn for it. You cannot spring this on your reader. Also, I think you should warn for enemas. I do. I think you should warn for enema practice because um, that's um, that's a form of... Uh, it, it happens in BDSM and it's body control, but it's also on the edge of scat play. So it's, it's the edge of it. it. It really is, especially if one partner is doing it for the other. And whether it's being done before sex scene or during a sex scene, it's being done on on the characters by himself or he's with his partner, you need to warn for it. Do not describe it. Do not describe it. I'm not someone who normally tells you what you can and cannot put in your work. This is my hard limit. This is my hard limit. feces. (laughs) It's it's my super hard limit. Don't do it. And also, don't use the word chocolate to describe anything but actual chocolate. Ever. Do not desecrate chocolate in that fashion. Or fudge. Absolutely right, Julie. No. Do not desecrate chocolate. That is ugly business. Just pure ugliness. Just ugly, ugly, ugly. Ugh. Anyways. Um... There are disgusting things that happen during sex. These are not things that you should write about because you're not writing reality, you're writing a fantasy. Especially when you're writing erotica, um, you are writing um, a, fe- a, a fantasy and sometimes you might be catering to a fetish, which is where um, a golden shower or brown play might happen again if you're going to do that kind of thing you need to warn for it if you're going to put any kind of extreme fetish in your work you need to warn for it and it I'm not I'm not saying it's on the level of um like murder or character death or rape or sexual assault or molestation is it, it, it's not like that but you need you can't blindside your reader with scat play You simply cannot do it. It is an ugly and inappropriate thing to do to your reader. Um, If you're going to explore a fetish, you need to own it. And you need to prepare your reader for what's going to happen. And if you can't do that, you have no business writing it. That's straight up. Here's another thing about um, sex scenes, especially when you're coming to erotica. uh, Purple prose which Azure has been giving us some really terrible examples of in the chat room this evening, Purple Prose has its place in the romance genre. Um, It's not quite as bad as what she's currently putting up. It used to be. In the 70s and 80s, honeyed passages and swords and... Purple helmeted warriors. That shit actually happened. That's not even a joke. That's in books that was published in the seventies and eighties. Lengthy laboring love lance. See, Julie just read that in a story. Lengthy laboring love lance. I bet. I get. Uh, no, don't do that. Don't make. Don't refer to the penis as a weapon. One of my writer's friends hates the word turgid. She says it's, it's um, whenever she <laughs> sees the word turgid, all she can think is bloated and decayed like a dead body. That's what she thinks when she hears the word turgid. And so she ruined it for me, too. And I'm like, oh, God, fuck you. I can't believe you just did that to me. And it'll, it'll never be the same. Evidence of his desire, evidence of his arousal, well, these are terms you would find in an inspirational romance. Um, they're perfectly acceptable. I don't think they're sexy. But then again, I don't read inspirational romances for that, partic- for that very reason. I like erotica. I like very explicit terms. I like to use the word cock in case you missed it. I like dick, pussy, cunt. I like these words. I'm comfortable using them, so I do. But if you're not comfortable using the word cunt, don't use it. If you're not comfortable calling it a cock, don't call it one. It's super important when you're writing sex That you be comfortable because if you are uncomfortable with the material that you're writing, it is going to be displayed in full technicolor in every single word you write. It's going to be obvious. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be... um, stilted. It won't flow correctly. And the fact of the matter is, is that you don't owe your readers a sex scene. If you simply can't write it or you don't want to write it, don't force yourself to. Don't don't fall into that trap where you think you have to write explicit sex in order to get your readers to read your work. Yes, you just fade to black and you move to the next day and everything's fine and you can refer to it in any in any manner that you want to and you can talk about it. You you don't have to write the explicit sex if you're uncomfortable with it. And that's what I would say to anybody whether you're in fandom or whether you're you're moving into original fiction. Yes, there's a huge erotica market and you know publishers look for that, but there are plenty of sweet romance publishers out there and you don't have to um make yourself deeply uncomfortable in order to uh be published. There there are plenty of markets that are available where you're not required to write explicit sex scenes. So if you're not comfortable writing explicit sex scenes and you're not comfortable using explicit language like cock and pussy and just don't. Don't force yourself to do something you're uncomfortable with. It's Just not necessary. It it really is not. So, the the rule of thumb when you're writing sex is that you're putting on a fantasy. Uh, That doesn't mean you can't write bad sex for humorous purposes. I see that a lot in fandom. Um, But if you want to write a seriously intimate moment for your characters, you need to approach it with that intimacy in mind. You need to build up to it, unless it's a plot, what plot um you need to explore their their feelings and and move them into it and there needs to be foreplay and there needs to be conversation and even if you build all of this up the actual sex act doesn't have to be explicit you can kind of gloss it over and and make it a you know flower don't literally say flowers bloom please don't but what i'm saying is that you don't have to write through your 4000 words of explicit sex where skin is slapping together and people are moaning like whores you don't have to do that if you want to you go right ahead and then you can send me a link because I like that kind of shit but you don't gotta and I've had you know as much sex as I write I've had readers complain about the lack of sex or not enough sex uh, one of the biggest complaints I get for Le- for the first book, Atlantean Legacy, is there wasn't enough sex. I had no intention of writing unisex in that book, to be perfectly honest. Um, it got uh, added later. Thank you, Chris King. Um, but that was because I agreed with her that it needed to be there. So a lot of times... You'll see writers inserting sex scenes where they don't need they don't need the sex scene, but they're doing it to um uh, cater to that part of their audience who wants to sex one of the most. <sighs> I don't want to say it was insulting because it wasn't insulting, but it was startling. One of the most startling comments I ever got about Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond was they were comparing it to another fic and said that the only thing missing for them in that particular story was the sex, which they got in my story. It made me feel like they were only reading my story for the sex. And I know that hopefully, probably, I'm sure that wasn't true, right? I mean, but that's the feeling that I came away with. That they actually preferred the other story to mine, but that story didn't have sex, so it was disappointing. And I don't know if that's what she meant, he or or she meant, but that's how it was interpreted on my end. Um, I don't mind the people who come to read the sex. I... I'm not ashamed of the fact that I write a great deal of porn. I'm totally comfortable with it. And um, I don't have any problems with it. But when I put as much effort as I do into Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond. And to be given the impression that that's the only part of the story they really like. Is the sex. It's kind of frustrating. You know, it's... Really? Really? You know, I feel like I could almost take out the sex, I could take the sex out of Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond, and it would be just as full of a story. I would have a difficult time removing the sex from, say, something like Ties That Bind. I could gloss over the sex and what might have been and still have my entire plot in place. Um, I can do that with Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond as well, but I think that with Ties That Bind, the sex is um, the sex is part of the plot. I mean, it is there are plot events that are built around sex because that's how I plotted the book. Uh, but most of my romance work outside of Ties That Bind, the the, the sex scenes are add-ons. Uh, Sentinels of Atlantis. Uh, the sex is, uh, there's a mixture of sex and bonding, so I think it kind of goes hand in hand so it'd be difficult to remove the sex from that series as well and it not look weird. I mean, I I could do it, but it would look, eh, what's wrong with you? Where's the sex? Can I have the sex please? Can you put the sex back, Kira? Can you put it back? (coughs) So sometimes a story is served well with sex and sometimes it's just a really... Terrible distraction plopped down in the middle of your story that doesn't need to be there. So, um, the the do's and don'ts of that will just be be comfortable with, with what you write. Um, and if you're not comfortable, don't write it. Don't do or mention disgusting things during sex because you're supposed to be writing a fantasy and fantasy sex is supposed to be awesome. I mean I don't um write bad sex because I don't think that's sexy. Right? I actually got called out on that once, um, where somebody um asked me why I always wrote such um I guess I the term successful sex. Because sometimes sex isn't successful. Sometimes you, you try something and it doesn't quite work out. And then you get frustrated. and like, fuck it. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> you know, but my characters don't do that. That's because I'm not writing reality. I'm exploring a fantasy for my own titillation and I'm sharing it with you. No, because I don't think sex is funny. I was asked in the chat room if I had everything about writing funny sex. And no, I don't actually um, set out to write humor ever. I don't even consider myself particularly funny. And so, uh, when I try to be funny, it never really works out. So, I wouldn't try to write... uh, I wouldn't try to write um, a sex scene. And you're absolutely right, Toaster. Nobody farts in a fantasy sex scene. Here's something... That doesn't happen, or should not happen in the fantasy sex scene. You know, sometimes air gets in the vagina, and then you push the dick in, and there's that sound that sounds like you're passing gas but you're not actually passing gas that doesn't happen in fantasy sex scenes either because it's really, it's going to knock your character it's going to knock your reader completely out of the sex scene and any sexy thing they had going on in their head is going to be completely gone and don't cockblock block your readers yeah no one gets a leg cramp, no one's getting their hair pulled, no one has to pee in the middle Although, for real, ladies, if your bladder is empty and you've been to pee in the last hour and you're having sex, you probably don't have to pee. You're really, really close to a really awesome orgasm. Stop stopping to get up and pee. You you don't know what you're missing. Um, Yeah, most men aren't as flexible as Rodney is in ties that bind. I'll be the first one to admit that. Um, Beard burn doesn't happen. It's just... No one falls off the bed unless they mean to fall off the bed and then they keep on fucking. But in reality, if you fell off the bed and your partner fell off the bed on top of you, the fucking is going to (laughs) stop. Because it's going to be really deeply uncomfortable and maybe even a little painful. And that's how you break a dick. No one misses the hole. I'm going to go on record, ladies, and say... That that whole missing the hole thing, I don't buy it. I never have bought it. I had a man try that shit with me once, and I punched him in the face. He accidentally misses the hole, I accidentally punched him in the face. It's amazing how that works. (coughs) I'm not sorry. Okay, so right, because the dick it just it stays in there, right, and it doesn't like kind of slip out when you're when you, when you get really into it and excited, and you got to stop and put it back in to continue the sex. That doesn't happen in fantasy sex. You're you're writing a fantasy, so you know don't feel the need to insert that reality into it because it's just going to. God, <laughs> I'm not sure that's something you should have shared. <laughs> I'm never getting it out of my head now. Ow! Now, okay, somebody has said in the chat room that they missed a hole on a guy once. Now, I have to ask, did you miss up or did you miss down? Because if you missed up and you plowed your dick into their balls or the perineum, ow! I hope you missed up and you just, you know, slid slid up. I hope it was up. I, I really hope it was up. That's, that's, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> My theoretical balls hurt. <laughs> just... That's something else, yes, Um, that you need to um, not... Well, no, if it's really slick, you're just going to slide up between... I don't actually have a dick. But you're going to have to sl- you know, kind of slide up between the ass cheeks and just kind of... It, it, it shouldn't be too bad. It shouldn't be as bad as plowing into the balls. Okay, so it was apparently up for those of you who are on the podcast and you're wondering if he fucked up or down. It was up. (laughs) (coughs) I believe in negative reinforcement. Toasterpot says it's not necessarily an ingress. You know, it's easy to slip to sort of slip north or south of the pucker. I don't Disagree with you, but I, like I said, I believe in negative reinforcement. I can guarantee you that is the last time that man ever slipped and missed the hole. Because not only did he get punched in the face, he didn't get laid. Lesson learned. Okay, the last topic. I only got three minutes left. The last topic is cleanup. Um, what goes up usually comes back down. So if you're having sex without a condom, um, cum is going to leak out of the orifice. Unless it's your mouth and you swallow. Cum is going to leak out of the orifice. It was ejaculated into. Sometimes a lot, sometimes a little. You don't have to bring this up. (sighs) We know it happens. You don't have to talk about it in your story. One of the most terrible things I ever read was in a Star Trek story where <sighs> I can't even say it. I, I just I can't I'm gonna stop because that would it it might lead you to figuring out I've only ever seen one author do it and I don't wanna no. Just you don't have to write about the cleanup. Just don't be gross. That's just a fade to black moment right there. Don't be gross. Um, because gross is not sexy and you have to decide for yourself what is not or what is gross And just try to um, Not get so bogged down In the details that you uh, you Miss the intimacy Of it and um, Focus on your character's Emotions and um, And just relax Try not to think about it too much Try not to build yourself up to it um, I don't even think about writing a sex scene. I don't even plan them. I just I, I sit down and I write them. So uh don't even think about them. Just just write what you feel should happen and then you can shape it up later or you can put language in or take langu- language out. <sighs> and um as always my advice is Do not put anything in the ass and then put it in the vagina or the mouth. Once it goes into the ass, it must be cleaned thoroughly before it goes anywhere else. I'm so serious. No ass to mouth. There's always time for lube. And remember, in a fantasy sex scene, no one sleeps in the wet spot.